we have such an awesome God. An awesome God that is so loving, giving, and caring. We know that each time someone is baptized, it kind of reminds me of the movie um, Christmas... uh, Never will forget the movie. But every time there was a... (laughs) Every time an angel got its uh, wings, a bell would ring. It's a wonderful life, and it sure is. Thank you. It's a wonderful life. Well, it's like I hear those bells up there. And a wonderful life because another life has been, uh, had been, has been admitted into the kingdom of God. It's such a joyous time. And those that do not know our Lord They have trouble struggling with this, that you mean all I have to do is to say Jesus Christ is my Lord and my Savior and be baptized, and that's it? After all the things I've done in life, all of the mistakes I've made, all the sins that I know I have committed, you telling me that's all there is to it? I can't believe it. That's their response. I cannot believe it. How could anything be so simple? How could it be so simple? There was an evangelist interviewed one year, 60 Minutes show. And this evangelist was asked by the lady that was, uh, asked by the lady that was doing the story, If she was going to be able to go to heaven, she was a Jew. She's a very good person. A very, very good person. But she wanted to know, from this guy on national TV, am I going to be able to go to heaven? And this evangelist stuck with his guns and said, no. I'm sorry, but until you declare Christ as your Savior, you will not be saved. Well... That hit all the different networks. It was a big story. Um, You know, he's playing God, that kind of stuff. And he wasn't playing God at all. What he was doing is reading the Word of God. He knew the Word of God. And he wasn't saying that that reporter was a bad person at all. But there's one more step. Little Nikki here knows what it is. Sebastian knows what it is. You've got to declare Christ as your Savior and be baptized. And they say, it can't be. Look at all the good stuff I'm doing. Look at all the charities I contribute to. Look at the people I have helped out with contributions when they were in trouble. And, you know, like a a litany test. I did this, I did this, I did this. Yeah, and we're not arguing about that. They're good people. Good people. But what we are relying on is the Word of God. It's His message. It's His message. And we, we as followers of Jesus Christ, we understand that we can never be good enough to get there. We could have that same litany test that 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 reporter had, and we could have done a lot of good things, but the results would be the same. Results are the same until we have declared Him as our Lord and Savior and been baptized for the the forgiveness of our sins. There will not be salvation. And I know that bothers some of you because you have 
family members that have not declared Christ as your Savior. I know that because you've asked me to pray for them. And it grieves you a great deal because you know in your heart Jesus is the answer. I'd like to share a few scriptures with you this morning. I'm going to start with the uh, book of Romans. Romans, the third chapter, and the 22nd verse, third, 22nd. The righteousness that we seek is given is given. It's given through faith in Jesus Christ. To all who believe, there is no difference between the Jews and the Gentiles. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. The 20th verse, the same chapter, 20th verse. Therefore, no one will be declared righteous in God's sight by the works of the law. The Ten Commandments, in other words. Rather, through the law, we become conscious of our sins. Does that make sense? We are, you know, it's kind of like that prod that, you, that somebody keeps prodding you with and you know, you're aware of it. It keeps prodding you because you know from the Ten Commandments, this isn't right. My thoughts aren't right. My actions aren't right. My words aren't right. And the law has, has brought that to a, a level that we can understand. And we're aware of it. But not through the law can we be saved. We cannot be saved by the law. Because we can never be good enough. Just like the story I just told you. We can never be good enough to get there. There has to be something else. And as the Word says, works alone cannot get us salvation. The laws alone cannot get us salvation. We have the ability of going through Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, who has died for those sins, yours and mine. And the individual say, well, you might ask me, who are these individuals? And I'm not going to give you a litany of names, but I'm sure you know some. And if you don't, I'll be glad to help you. Who are these people that saying that you have to uh, be baptized? Of course, the Word does. Who are those that saying, I cannot be good enough to get there? Well, we can point out the good source, the best source, the end of the Word is the Word. God said it, I believe it, end of story. I don't have a problem with that. And we can sit down and visit if you'd like to. But I've come to that realization after about 65 years, in other words, since I've been here, that I believe every word that's in there. He said it, I believe it. I do not understand it all. I do not understand it all. As I pointed out, I never made straight A's. 
But I do not understand it all. But I do understand when it tells me my works cannot get me into heaven. I understand that. I understand that I cannot ever be good enough, and I'm surprised I'm not getting some amens in here, that I can never earn my way in there. Ephesians, the second chapter. The first verse. As for you, you are dead in your transgression and sins in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world. Does anybody done understand that one? We're dead to the sins when we follow the way of this world. And there is not a single person in here that has not at one time or another followed the ways of the world. But if we stay on that path, we're dead. We're dead. There's one exception. And you already know what that is. But if that's the only road we get onto for the rest of our life, we're dead. There will not be that eternity in heaven that Sebastian and Nikki know about, you know about. All of us also lived among them that lived by the, the flesh, those that lived by the world, at one time or another, gratifying the, the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath. We deserve the punishment when we leave, live by the flesh. We deserve it. But because of His great love for us, because of the love of Jesus Christ, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace that you have been saved. It's the gift. It's the gift that He gave us. You know and I know and we just discussed it during the uh, Easter time, Passover time, Jesus Christ asked that the cup be removed from Him. But it was up to God. His, His answer. Not my choice, but yours, God. It's your answer. But we know it was He Himself knew how terrible it was going to be. But He went ahead for you and you can insert your name in there. He went ahead for Wayne. He went to that cross for me. I did nothing for him. I've never, never earned that gift of the flesh that he gave for me. It is a gift. A gift. Without any strings. You don't have to worry about your litany pad. It'd be nice if your, your virtues outweigh the mistakes you've made. That would be great. And the more we live and grow in the Word of Jesus Christ, the more we want to. I mean, that's where happiness is, is with Jesus Christ. Those other things that we went through when we're living by the flesh are not the things that are going to buy us the happiness and joy that is so rich when we're with Jesus Christ. 
It's superficial. Superficial. I remember those days that it was fun that night, but the next day it wasn't very much fun. But in Jesus Christ, every day, every evening is fun. And then you get to share in the joys of others that give their life. Or you're with someone in a hospital that is seeking God and you see the love they have for Jesus Christ. And there's joy right there in the room, a hospital room with someone. Over and over, I could, you know, whether it's at a funeral, whatever, you see people in the midst of a most terrible time in their life still have a joy because they know their loved one has been forgiven and is in eternity where there's no pain, no sorrow. The gift. They were given that gift when they said, yes, I will follow Jesus Christ. And it lives forever. It wasn't until the last 12 months, I'd say, that I I had the revelation that this is a birthday. For that person will now live for eternity. They were born by birth with their mother. And every year they'll celebrate that birthday just like my granddaughter did 17. But with Jesus Christ, the birthdays are forever. There is never a a nightfall. There's never an ending to it. And it is a, a birth that is filled with joy and happiness because we were able to turn loose of our pride and our ego and say, yes, I surrender all. I surrender all. For it, and I'm again in Ephesians 2nd chapter in the 8th verse. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. Through faith. I have that underlined. You have got to believe. I cannot give you, I cannot show it to you. I cannot put it in a test tube for you. I can't create the germs and then here's the virus, now here's the thing that's going to kill. I can't do that. It's faith. You've got to have faith in Him. Not me. Not not Wayne at all. I'm nowhere in the picture. It's Him. It's Jesus Christ. The one they could not keep in the tomb. He is the one. He's offering it to you. The joy and the happiness, the grace, the mercy. Through faith... You will be saved. And this is not from yourself. In other words, the grace doesn't come from you. It's a gift from God. Not by works. So that no one can boast. I heard of a man on an airplane and a minister asked him what he was doing and he was doing his list. This is all the good things I've done the last 24 hours and here's the bad one. Forget your list. Forget your list. Not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. When we know Jesus Christ, we know the joy of doing good. Not for a scorecard. 
Not because somebody is rating us 1 through 10. It's because we believe in Christ. And believing in Christ, we are called to serve others. You remember the verses. Jesus Christ said He came into the world to be a servant. Not a king on a throne, but a servant. And one of the last things He did was wash the feet of His disciples and that was the lowest chore in the households of the Hebrews. The lowest. The one that's on the bottom of the totem pole washed the feet. And yet Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, did that for His disciples. But He also did it for you and for me. He did it for us. So we are called to be the servants. Not because we're hoping we can get an A, but we're doing it because Jesus Christ first did it for us. And now, as His servants, As His children, we will serve others. Some people take pride, and I understand this. Everything I've ever done, I've earned it myself. Nobody's ever given me anything. And they take a great deal of pride in that. And I have noticed some people that I have a great deal of respect that in the business world, nobody gave them anything, and they worked for everything they got. Boy, my hat's off to them. I commend if that, that, uh, that's an attaboy if I ever heard of one. And then they have trouble going from that attitude, I earned it all myself, and then surrendering to God. Wait a minute, you mean I can't be good enough? No, you heard me. You cannot be good enough. But you can be wise enough to follow Christ. To follow Christ. Dear Heavenly Father, let us be your servants. Let us be wise enough to read the words of this, your book. Let us study it. Let us grow in the word. For as we study and grow, the more we want to do in your name. The stronger we are as individuals in a world that is coming down on us. But we can be brave. For we never stand alone. We always stand with Jesus Christ. For it's in your name, Lord. It is in your name that we do pray. We love you, Lord. We yield to you, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. If anyone would like to... I'm going to tell you...